Captain, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. And good morning to everyone in Southeast Louisiana. It is play by play coming to you live to start this new week. Casey Gisclair here. We've got a fun show planned for you all today. We've got three coaching guests. We've got our weekend W's and L's. We've got our betting picks. We've got everything of the sort to make this a jam packed 90 minutes of sports talk. We're rolling until one o'clock today. As always, y'all, before I read the sponsors, before I do all the stuff that we do at the beginning of the show to open up. It is game week. High school football is here. We've got jamborees coming on Friday night. It is game week. Get fired up. Get excited. I'm fired up. I'm excited. Not only is it high school game week, we've also got the middle school regular season that's starting. High school and middle school football is here. College football and pro football are soon to follow. I am jacked up about all of the possibilities and all the different things that are going to be happening in the next several weeks. Watched a bunch of football this weekend. Watched the South Lafouche scrimmage with Covenant Christian Academy on Friday. Then went on out to the Lions Club Jamboree on Saturday out of Thibodeau. We um, had a rainy morning, but a dry afternoon. Got to watch every single Lafouche Parish Middle School team do battle over at Thibodeau High. Kind of got a good idea of who are the haves and who are the have-nots. I am super fired up about the football season that lies ahead. Before we dive into that, let's thank some of our sponsors for allowing us to be here today. The Blue Boot Foundation, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. How about Dufresne Building Materials? Fresh off of an amazing weekend rodeo. They've got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. Join us every Saturday at 10 o'clock for the Sports Corner, presented by Terrebonne General Health System, with Stan Gravaw and myself for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts. Presented by Terrebonne General Health System, sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company. And now my favorite liner that I'm going to have to read today. Finally, after months of being on ice, join us for live Friday night football, varsity football coverage. This Friday will be the Jamboree at South Lafouche High School with South Lafouche taking on HL Bourgeois at 8.15, roughly. Be approximately you know, 30 minutes after Terrebonne and E.D. White wrap up their jamboree. Our broadcast is sponsored by 3T Oil, Lady of the Sea General Hospital, State Bank and Trust Company, Advanced Eye Institute, State Form Agent Ashley Barrios, Danos, Golden Motors, and Tanner McGee for Judge Court of Appeals. Cannot wait to get rocking and rolling in the jamboree on Friday night. So let's chat. I mentioned a minute ago that I watched a bunch of bunch of football this past weekend. Let's start Friday night with the scrimmage between South Lafouche and CCA. A couple of thoughts, and I know a lot of folks who are listening to this are predominantly from down the bayou. So hear me out. First and foremost, the first underlying thought that I had from Friday's scrimmage, all off season long, 
B.J. Young has come on play-by-play and on the sports corner and has told us, dude, our quarterbacks are good. Hey, I've got a ninth grader that could go, which is what he was saying throughout the summer because the 11th grader wasn't yet cleared. Then we see the 11th grader who's now cleared playing in the scrimmage on Friday. They both look great. Ogeron's likely, very, very likely going to be the starter to open up the season. I would say like 99.9% likely he got every rep with the first team on Friday. The Mac kid could play too. It was amazing to see the poise with which he threw the football and sat in the pocket, stood in there. If he needed to take a hit while throwing, he did so. BJ actually commented on Saturday on the sports corners that, hey, I don't know if the ball touched the carpet whenever Mac was in there. He was accurate. He was decisive. For the next four years, they're going to have a good quarterback. However, they slice it up. Is it going to be Ogeron for the next two and Mac for the two after that? I don't know, maybe. Is it going to be Ogeron for this year and then Mac for the next three because Ogeron will play like running back or defensive back or something like that? I don't know. Is it a situation where this coming season they maybe play both of them as Mac grows a little bit? I don't know, but I know this. Whichever option they choose is going to be an option that's going to make them highly competitive on Friday nights in the fall. That's the first thing. The second thing is that even though this is a team that lost 18, 19, 20 starters, whatever the number is, it's a ton, there's still some talent there, man, Like, and a lot of it. You know, big bird kid in the backfield running the football, that's an animal. It's going to be tough to tackle. Big bird kid running down the seams catching passes. It's going to be an animal, tough to tackle. And when you look at, you know, I already mentioned the quarterbacks. On the other side of the ball, defensive line, Demaz, uh, Price, and you know, Nicholas Coleman, and uh, they've got some big, big athletic dudes up front that are going to cause problems for opposing teams. Now, it wasn't perfect. I think defensively, the Tarpons missed too many tackles, and it caused some big plays for CCA at times. On the flip side to that, I'm very worried about the kicking game. You, you attempt one extra point and miss it. You attempt one kickoff and like the kicker kind of shanks it. The ball's being caught at the 40-yard line. That ain't any good. So I'm a little worried about the kicking game. A little worried about some of the extracurricular penalties, guys doing things successful and then you know acting the fool after the play, spinning the ball and you know showboating and late hits and taunting. A little worried about that. But those are all correctable mistakes. And that was the one thing BJ said on Saturday is that, hey, we did make mistakes. It was a scrimmage. Everybody makes mistakes in the scrimmage. But they're little correctable mistakes. And I left left Friday, rather, thinking that the Tarpons were, you know, going to be strong. They're going to have a pretty solid season. I don't see any reason why this couldn't be a playoff team. Now let's talk about CCA. Um, They got some athletes now. You know, CCA... Single-A school, you're thinking, okay, going into this, they're going to break down as the scrimmage goes on. You're going to kind of have your way with them. No, like, au contraire, they actually got stronger as the scrimmage went on, and they've got some athletes. They've got some slippery dudes back there. They've got running back and receiver and a couple of quarterbacks. Like, they've got some guys who can make some plays. So I left Friday also thinking, hey, when they're facing someone their own size, so to speak, you know, another roster of kids who have 30, 35 guys out there, Another single-A school that maybe doesn't have the depth of athletes that South Lafouche has. These dudes are going to be tough. These dudes are going to be tough. And I I really think that CCA is going to be poised to be a fun team to watch locally this coming season as well. Now, 
On the flip side to that, on Saturday, went out to the Lions Club Jamboree. First and foremost, I want to give a shout-out to David Miller, local official, um, for sending me a note early last week saying, hey, man, you know, Lions Club Jamboree is coming up. Can you please get something in the newspaper? Can you please shout it out on the radio? Sure, absolutely. I was happy to do that. And then, it, you know, in, in reading up about it, I was like, you know what? This might be an opportunity for me to go and catch some you know games and have a good Saturday afternoon. So, was able to watch every single Lafouche Parish Middle School team play. Um, in addition to that, get artwork of every single Lafouche Parish Middle School team. So that now if we need to file art of anybody, we got it all. And I left thinking this is going to be a very competitive season. I think the defending champions LCR are the clear favorites. I said that on my Patreon. I wrote a little story. I think they're the clear favorites. But there are some teams that are scrappy that I think could challenge them throughout the course of the season. Tomorrow night in a game that I'm going to be attending. They're going to get challenged by West Thibodeau. West Thibodeau has athletes. They have guys that if they put them in space are going to be difficult. Now, over the course of a four-quarter game, can West Thibodeau's defensive front hold up against the big LCO offensive line? Can they tackle Vizier 20 times if need be and keep him out of the end zone? Eh, I don't know. Because they were starting to wear down a little bit at the end of just one quarter in the Jamboree. But it's going to be fun to see and outside of, I think, LCO being the favorite, y'all, you got about eight other teams that, well, not about, you've got eight other teams in the parish that, who are chasing who are all going to be very competitive against one another. East and West Thibodeau have athletes. Lockport actually won their one game against West and tied their scrimmage with LCO. They're going to be competitive. Golden Meadow is playing very well right now. Edie White had a little bit of sloppiness on Saturday at times. But you could see the potentials there. They're going to get better. Who am I forgetting? Sixth Ward, if I didn't mention them. Bayou Blue. I said East and West. Raceland. Raceland, my God, off the bus. Raceland has athletes galore. They didn't have a great day on the offensive line Saturday, but if they could polish all those things up, what I'm getting at is every single team, and if I forgot some of them, uh, shame on me, but every single team in the parish. Bayou Blue, Sixth Ward, East, West, E.D. White, Golden Meadow, Lockport, Raceland. I think I got them all. They're all going to be capable of, on any given Tuesday or Thursday or you know, whenever they play these games, they're all going to be capable of knocking somebody off, and it's going to be very competitive. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of, oh, you know, this game was 48-6. to six. I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of that. I think we're going to see a lot of, hey, this game was 12-8 to eight, or, you know, hey, this game was 14-12. to 12, or I think we're going to see a lot of games that are going to be competitive and are going to be very close up until the end. And that's what you want. That's what you want. You want the kids to be competing. Got asked a couple, well, several times really this past weekend, man, why are you guys doing so much middle school with the newspaper or on Patreon or whatever it may be? It's because I want the kids to know. And I mentioned this to Coach Keegan Polkey yesterday when we were you know, just kind of chatting about you know how the weekend went. Um, I want the kids to know, hey, it's awesome what you guys are doing, you know, and gals, because you know we're going to try to do some volleyball and different things of the sort. Being a student athlete is awesome. It's one of the best things that you could be as a student. And I get sports aren't for anybody. And if you're not a student athlete, I'm not trying to say that you're less than. But you're learning more importantly than how to tackle or how to run a football or how to spike a volleyball or how to do a breaststroke. You're learning lessons about how to be an adult. And those lessons are going to stay with you every bit as much in adult life as knowing how to do algebra, as knowing you know biology and chemistry and like I don't know the periodic table anymore. I used to know the periodic table because I had to memorize it for chemistry class, right? I don't know the periodic table anymore. 
But I could tell you this, um, I do remember the things that I learned while competing and the, you know, and, and everything of that sort. I think we've got a caller. Let's see if we can go to the phone lines. Bonjour, you're on play-by-play. What's going on? Hello, you're on play-by-play. Oh, I guess we don't have a caller. Anyway, let's catch a commercial break. When we get back, we're going to have a caller because we're going to have Tyler Lewis, uh, Tyler Lewis with Terrible High School who will be joining us to chat about his team in anticipation for the upcoming season. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative school screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Welcome back to play-by-play here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here. We go to the phone lines for the first time today with Terrebonne High School football coach 
Coach Tyler Lewis is on the line now. Coach, good morning, man. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. You guys are officially in your Jamboree week preparations like everyone. You guys are going to be taking on E.D. White down the bayou. I actually have an opportunity to see you guys uh, play. I'll be getting some photos of that game as well. Coach, I know you guys are excited and fired up. Give us a rundown of some things you're hoping to see this week. Oh, yeah. Um, last week last week was pretty positive for us. We have some stuff that we need to clean up. We know we understand that it's still early. Um, but we're excited to get after a great team, a state runner-up team uh, like E.D. White. Um, they're very big and, and powerful up front, so uh, we're, we're, we're looking um, for that challenge, really, up front, um, and then to see if we can get the ball to our guys in space for sure. Tell us about uh, this past week, you guys scrimmaged Vanderbilt Catholic and you know heard some good reports and just chatting with you a minute ago off the air. You said, hey, man, we did some good things, did some bad things. What were some stuff you liked? What were some stuff you didn't like? Well, one of the positive things is, uh, is our offensive line play. Um, they really impressed me the most uh, coming out uh, coming out of the scrimmage. Uh, we really uh, understood our assignment and really executed the assignments really well uh, in getting to the second level. Uh, that was real positive. I, like I said, I was very excited going into what our quarterback played with the Kyron Robinson. He really stepped up big for us during that scrimmage using, using his legs. Um, I'm really, uh, I'm really pleased with his performance as well. Some of the things that we need to clean up will be defensively. Uh, in our run fit game, uh, we have to be able to set the edge and not allow uh, runners to get the edge on us. Uh, so that's just some things that, that's gonna uh, that's gonna get cleaned up throughout the season. I'm gonna read you a text message from a listener who told me this from your scrimmage, and this is gonna make you proud. Very impressive what I'm seeing with Terrebonne on the sidelines. The kids are organized and they're pulling in the same direction. It's great to see. hasn't always been this way. I know you guys have worked hard in the offseason to get that chemistry and get that vibe. And look, this is a listener that doesn't know anything about any of those efforts that you made. So to hear that coming from them, that's got to make you feel awfully good. That's major. That's really major. Um, because, like I said, in, during our offseason, our, our, our main focus was team building and team bonding. You know, in, in, in order to, to compete with teams like Destrahan and, and even like E.D. White, uh, championship, championship caliber teams, you have to first of all know that you have to be a team and, and play for each other. So that was one of our goals, and, and we really appreciate that uh, that people are noticing that, and and uh, it, it's going to take us a long way. And uh, but we got some we got work to do, so <laughs> it's yeah. just a start for us. Yeah, no doubt. Did you guys get out of the scrimmage injury free? And you know, if not, can you yeah. give us an update on everybody that, that got hurt? Yes, we came out injury free. Awesome. It was a great. Uh, Vanderbilt Catholic is a great team. Uh, like I said, they're a real disciplined team. Very coach. They have a real great coaching staff. And uh, we got a lot of plays in, a lot of work, over 160 uh, plays uh, in that scrimmage. And um, to come out injury free was very, very big for us because you know uh, we're not, we don't have that much depth in the skills position wise, but we're very, uh, we heavy on the O line and D line as far as depth. So that was big for us. You know, to to see different types of teams in your preseason, where Vanderbilt they're going to be power, but they're going to run a little bit of spread and everything. E.D.Y. is going to be the more traditional triple option. You know, they're going to want to punch you in the mouth. So you're getting a little bit of both styles in, in, in your preseason. And I think that's going to prepare you really well for what's ahead. Oh, yes. It's definitely seeing E.D.Y. coming out uh, with the tight ends and the wings. 
um, will be big. Um, from what we know, that Lakeshore we have week three. Um, their coach is a traditional wing T guy, and we anticipate them of running that all that type of offense underneath his leadership. So, being able to see it now will help us adjust to when week three when it really counts. Yeah, no doubt about that, Coach. Um, you're not sharing a school anymore, and you know I know no. that you guys were gracious to you know have Ellen there. But to be back in the normal routine of, you know, go to school from, you know, 720 to 230 or whatever it may be, uh, what's that like? Because you, you guys didn't have a normal routine last year, but now you got one finally. Right. It, I mean, it, it, it's finally um, it's, it, it's easier for our kids where we don't have to figure out where the kids are going to go after school. Um, and uh, before we had to send them home and then our practice at 12, you know, at 12 o'clock in the evening. Uh, you know, it's pretty hot at that point, you know, so being able just to have a normal schedule is, is easier for us to um, to make our practice schedules easier for our parents. It's just easier overall for everyone, um, you know, as we go along throughout the season. What are a couple of goals you have for this coming week against C.D. White? Obviously, you want to win the, you know, the, the two quarters that you play, but outside of that, what are some goals and some checkpoints and some things you're hoping to see? Well, some of the things we want to see is make sure that we're consistent. We want to be consistent. Um, of course, we want to be, remain disciplined, but we have to be consistent at what we do uh, and, and eliminate the, the, the silly penalties, you know, the face masks and, 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 and the extra stuff like that. But because, uh, you know, in order to compete with a team like that, we have to be uh, somewhat perfect, uh, you know, so just eliminate the penalties and, uh, and make sure that we're consistent. My friend, there's going to be football every Friday night into at least November, and I know you guys are hoping it goes even beyond that. I know you got to be amped up because I'm amped up. I'm not even part of a program, and I'm fired up. I know it's got to be just on another level over there. Oh, yeah. You know, our, our fans are excited. Our, our kids are excited. Um, just just to, just to see everything flow, you know. Um, you know, like I said, we still got things to work on, but uh, just to see everything, just to see – just to see everything just normal, man. You know, just have a normal practice schedule, normal work schedule. Um, it just is real big for us. You touched on something there with, you know, the fans being excited. And I noticed, and I actually talked about this on Saturday, South Lafouche scrimmage CCA, there was a huge crowd there. And then I saw pictures of E.D. White and Zachary. There was a big old crowd out there, too. And I feel like, and you know, maybe when the season starts, maybe it'll be a fad, it'll fade. But I feel like because of COVID in 2020, where – we were wearing masks and it was social distancing and it really wasn't the same. I feel like that combined with Ida where everybody was scrambled last year, people are just looking forward to hopefully having a normal season and being able to get out and actually enjoy the games. Oh, yes, we definitely uh, – I know we had a pretty large crowd as awesome. well. From my understanding, we had over 800 uh, people. Damn, um, okay. From, yeah, from our, from my AD, um, so, uh, which is major for us, man, and just to have our fans to return and just that, just, just, just to see the, the folks in Homer come back together. You know, one of the things that we wanted to do is just build a, a bridge to community and make, make sure that we walk them here just because, you know, Ida took a lot of things from a lot of people and a lot from this community. So, you know, playing football and having football here and being normal is something that we can help bring bring this community back you know, together. Beautiful. Very well said, my friend. We thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again soon, okay, man? All right, guys. Appreciate you. Yep. That is Coach Tyler Lewis with Terrebonne High School doing a good job. I've said it repeat, repetitively here on the show. I think they're young. At times it's going to look young, but at times it's going to look really damn good, too. And whatever it may be that they could get out of this season, the youth is going to get better, get more experience and blossom. 
And I said that this, you know, this same statement last week, this season for them is going to be the floor. I don't know how many wins they'll get, four, five, six, whatever it may be, but whatever it is, they're going to build on that number next year. Terrebonne's in a good spot. Coach Lewis is doing a good job. And many people told me on Friday, hey, look, they're more disciplined. They're pulling together. They've got better chemistry. And all of those little things add up into the big things, which is in the fourth quarter when there's three minutes left and it's a six-point game, if you got a united bunch versus a divided bunch, you're going to be far more likely to make some magic happen at the late, in, you know, the late stages of games and make some things happen. Their schedule is such where not a bad start, right? You could open up with South Terrebonne, John F. Kennedy, Lakeshore, Bourgeois, Central Lafouche, Ellender. Off top of my head, those first six games, I would favor them in five of the six. I would probably only have them as an underdog decisively against Lakeshore. Now, that's not to say South Terrebonne or Bourgeois or Central or Ellender or John F. Kennedy. That's not to say those other teams couldn't beat Terrebonne. They're going to be competitive, close, hard-fought games. But just on paper, it looks like a situation where they could get off to a really good start, put themselves in really good position, and then, yeah, it ends as a murderer's row. You end with Destran, East St. John, Thibodeau, and Hanville. Those all may be, you know, four powerhouse programs. But if the Trojans, um, excuse me, the Tigers, not the Trojans, if the Tigers could get some of that early season momentum, get the kids a little experience, get the kids buying in a little more, who knows? Who knows? And that's the beautiful thing about high school football. Who knows? But I like their schedule a lot. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to Thibodeau High School. Chris Dugas will be on the line. We'll chat with him in the next segment. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Pesky mosquitoes gnats and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. 
At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's Shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We start our lunchtime hour off in style by going to Thibodeau High School. We have their football coach, Coach Chris Duga, on the line now. Coach, good afternoon, man. How are you? Good. How's it going, man? Going fine, man. I was just chatting with you a little bit before we came on the air. You guys scrimmaged South Terrebonne. You said everything went okay, man. What were some things you liked and what were some things that you guys got to clean up? Well, we definitely got to clean up the penalties. Uh, you know, way too many penalties for us. Just, you know, mental mistakes on, uh, you know, not not serious stuff on penalties, but just mental mistakes, jumping offside, stuff like that, that we really need to fix this week, and we're going to hone in on that stuff. Uh, I thought overall both offense and defense play well uh, throughout the scrimmage. Offense was really good during the control. We struggled a little bit, got backed up during the quarter, the live quarter. We got, you know, some field position issues, and, had some penalties defensively. I found we got better as the scrimmage went on. We gave up a couple of big pass plays early, but then settled down in coverage and, and played much better, uh, you know, as we got through the back half of the scrimmage in the uh, quarter. Jamboree is this week. Um, what are some goals you have for that? I believe you guys are playing Ellender, if I'm not mistaken. What are some goals you have and some things that you're hoping to see in, the, in those two quarters there whenever you guys are going to be taking on another opponent again? Um. Big thing is penalty free. You know, we want to uh, we want to stay penalty free. We don't want to give up a whole lot of yards and penalties like we did this past week. Uh, also, we want to see what our special teams look like. You know, we got a little bit of a glimpse in the scrimmage. We did the kickoff and kickoff return units and the dead punt. Did some PAT stuff, but uh, really kind of you know curious to see how the special teams look live. You know, in that last dress rehearsal before you get to week one. Uh, because that becomes a big deal, you know, when you get to week one and, and you're playing for something, special teams can either make you or break you in a lot of games, and we preach special teams a lot over here. So talk us through this. You know, on Saturday morning, B.J. Young came on, and he said, hey, man, like, 
we're approaching this as a game week in, in that, you know, hey, we're going to watch a little film. We're going to prepare. We're going to scout. We're going to get ready for bourgeois. Then on Friday, we're going to break out the headsets. We're going to do all of our usual Friday stuff. He likened it to an NFL preseason game with the mindset of, hey, if there's anything in our process that we don't like, then the next Monday when it's regular season, we'll tweak or we'll adjust. And it's kind of like a trial run. Are you guys kind of approaching it the same way? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're treating it just like we treat a regular game this week, you know, uh, just like we'll treat week one against Lutcher. You know, headsets, uh, we did. We came in this Saturday morning and, uh, you know, uh, graded film from the scrimmage and looked at uh, a little bit of film on Ellender and scouted those guys out and put a game plan together, and we're going to try to go out and execute the game plan on Friday on both sides of the ball. Did you guys get out of the scrimmage healthy? Pretty much healthy. We got a few bumps and bruises. Uh, we're, we, we may hold a couple of guys out precautionary this week, being as though you know it's kind of a dress rehearsal situation, and we're not playing for PowerPoints or district championships yet. So uh, we may hold a couple of guys, but nothing serious, no major injuries, you know, uh, which was good. I talked to Aaron over at South Terrible, and I think the same situation for them. Nothing major, just bumps and bruises. So. Uh, when when both teams come out like that, that's always a positive thing in this garbage. Absolutely. Coach, let's talk some LHSA stuff for a minute, and then we'll get back to your team. We know that there's going to be some votes and some discussions and everything in around mid-September to decide who's going where, you know, what the brackets are going to look like and everything. But uh, coaches talk, and, you know, there are some rumors and some whispers that always leak out. What are you hearing in terms of what is likely to happen? Uh, you know, if the – you know, open enrollment schools and everything all do go to the other side. Do we shrink y'all's brackets to 24? Like, what what happens? Or what are some whispers or some things that you think may be offered or put on the table? Or do you just not know? Right now, we're just kind of in the dark. Uh, we we really won't know a whole lot until they really shake this uh, select, non-select thing out. I know there's a lot of appeals from some of the open enrollment parishes, uh, you know, to, to come back to the non-select side. So, until uh, they kind of figure out where these guys are going to fall, it's kind of hard to, to, uh, to I guess, ballpark where, where everything's going to end up and how many teams are going to be on each side. I think the way it looks right now from the preliminary stuff that it's pretty much 5A is almost an even split for Division One and Division Two. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Division One and five, uh, Class 5A. So um, I don't know what they're going to do, to be honest with you. Um, I kind of heard the idea of 24 being thrown out there, but I hadn't heard, you know, anything definitive uh, if if it's an actual plan or what they're going to do. So, who knows? That, I mean, expect the unexpected with the LHSA. We always do. <laughs> You're right about that, my friend. Um, another thing that a lot of coaches are debating and discussing right now is is how to condition their teams. You know, I had Tommy come on, Tommy Minton, that is, come on and say, hey, trying to get the guys in shape, but you don't want to break them down while getting them in shape. How do you juggle that over at Thibodeau High School where you want to make sure they're ready for week one, but you don't want to go overboard and, you know, maybe cause an injury or, you know, whatever it may be by tiring the kid out. Are you guys in line to be physically ready for the week one grind? I think we are. See, with with, with us, our, our offense is a no-huddle, up-tempo type of offense. So when our defense is going against our offense and, and we're running our stuff, I think we're getting a lot of conditioning in during the practice because every period we do, we keep it up-tempo, no huddle, as fast as we can go because we want to keep the tempo up like that in the game. And we want to we be that team that's in shape and wears that other team down. So 
that's kind of our mindset. So a lot of the extra conditioning after practice, we really don't do, especially with the heat right now. You know, J-Rock and I talk about the heat all the time. And, uh, you know, what, you know what's going on outside heat advisories. A couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, we were in some pretty stiff heat advisories where we couldn't even get outside to where we had to, uh, you know, take the pads off and, and do stuff like that. So uh, you got to be careful at this time of year with the kids, with the heat. Uh, you don't want to go overboard like Tommy said. You know, you, you may one way your kids down and two, you may cause, you know, something really bad to happen with a kid going into heat exhaustion, a heat stroke, and we don't ever want that type of thing to happen. So you, you just got to be careful with it in South Louisiana in August. I feel like this coming season, and I mentioned this to Tyler Lewis in the last segment of the show, and I also brought it up at the top of the show, we had a huge crowd down the bay for the scrimmage with CCA. Then I see pictures from E.D. White and Zachary, huge crowd there. Tyler Lewis said they and Vanderbilt drew 800 people. I don't know what the attendance was at your scrimmage with Sal Terrebonne, but the likely was pretty good too. And I feel like it's a situation where after 2020, where you're sitting in the crowd with masks on and you're socially distancing, then after 2021, where you're maybe not going to games because you're having to put you know the damn roof back on your house or whatever it may be, um, I feel like now it's a little bit more you know, stable. And I feel like people are genuinely excited just to have something to do again. Yeah, I, I, you get the feeling of normalcy coming back. And uh, we had a huge crowd at our scrimmage also. And we did an inner squad, just a little inner squad with the kids the week before. And, uh, I mean, it was packed in our stadium just to watch an inner squad at uh, 6 o'clock uh, a couple of Fridays ago when we had first put on the pads. So people are definitely uh, – the interest is back. Uh, football's back. We just got to keep those storms away. I think we out of the COVID uh, – bubble so i mean people are coming back out you're not seeing as many people with masks on anymore i think people are getting more comfortable again so uh i'm just looking forward to a normal year these poor kids that that are seniors in our in, in our program have never had a normal year i mean it's just been tough for them their entire uh high school career because you can't really count their freshman year because they don't really get exp- uh you know exposed to the varsity stuff and then their 10th grade year is covid and then their 11th grade year, we just get slammed by Ida last year. So I'm just excited for those kids to have a normal year. They deserve it for sure. For a jamboree, do you guys go the full two quarters with the ones, or do you sneak the twos in there for a series or two or a couple of plays or two here or there? Or is it strictly, hey, we're going to try to win the damn thing. Well, let's go all the way. How do you guys approach that? Well, we approach it just like we approach a regular game. You know, uh, I mean, it may be ones the whole time depending on, you know how things are going. If we if we see we can we can we, and we definitely want to take a look at a few guys. Some of those tweener guys that are between ones and twos are definitely going to get in there. You know uh, we we feel like right now we have quite a few tweener guys that we think can help us on Fridays, and we definitely want to see those guys in live action on a real Friday night situation. So uh, there'll there'll be some twos in there, you know, but uh, we'll just kind of play it by ear and see how the game goes. Good stuff, my friend. We thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again soon, okay, buddy? All right, man. Thanks. Yep. That is Coach Chris Dugal with Thibodeau High School doing a very nice job. They're going to be good, man. <laughs> They're going to be good. They've got size. They've got athletes. They've got, uh, obviously, great coaching with Chris at the helm. They're going to be really good. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, it's Monday, so that means we're going to have Brian Colley, South Lafouche High School. We'll chat with him about what he saw. He was at the scrimmage between the Tarpons and CCA. Some of the things that are happening on campus. 
And then also, we'll get a rundown. You know, maybe talk a little Saints or maybe even a little LSU as well with the coach. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. The music on the bayou, the all-new Ragin' Cajun, 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. you have a pest control problem, Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bed bugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system? called Dufresne Easy Buy. Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Thibodeau Regional, again acknowledged for delivering an outstanding patient experience by health grades. While we may be the recipient of the award, our patients are the real winners because you can have confidence in the quality of care you'll receive. Thibodeau Regional Health System, proud to be among the top 10% of hospitals in the nation and the only hospital in Louisiana recognized by health grades for providing an outstanding patient experience 14 years in a row. Welcome back to play-by-play Play here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here. We thank Chris Dugoff for his time in the last segment. We thank Tyler Lewis for his time the segment before that. Now we go to the phone lines for our final call-in guest of the show. As always on Monday, South Lafouche Athletic Director Coach Brian Colley. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? Good morning, Casey. Doing well. feel like the uh, leadoff hitter who was bumped down to the 8 or 9 hole. No, is it, don't look at it as eight or nine hole. It's to the, the three or four hole. You're hitting cleanup now, driving some runs. Oh, yeah. 
There we go. Sounds better. <laughs> we, uh, we were chatting in the opening segments of the show about how high school football is back. We've got the scrimmages down, the jamborees coming up. Um, let's, let's lead off. You were at the uh, the CCA South Lafouche scrimmage, as was I. I was mentioning in the first segment, hey, some good, some bad, but all in all, I thought the Tarpons played pretty well. Yeah, and that's what you're going to expect at uh, your first scrimmage. You're going to expect some good, some bad, things that uh, you need to work on and things you just got to sharpen up a little bit, but uh, you know, I was overall, I was impressed with the Tarpons. They came out uh, ready to play, and, you know, like we talked about earlier, they lost a lot from last year, but they have some kids who are stepping up uh, in some different, in some, you know, roles that they were probably backups last year or didn't even play. Like, uh, Luke Sanimo had a great scrimmage. I mean, he yeah. caught a touchdown pass, and, uh, you know, Jacob Curell got a few touches, but when he wasn't uh, running routes, and he was blocking downfield, so... uh Overall, I think, you know, a good job by the Tarpons. One of the things that uh, I mentioned earlier in the show is that BJ has come on throughout the summer, throughout the offseason, and said, man, for the next four years, we're going to be a good, we're going to be good at quarterback. And, you know, you don't never know what it's going to look like until you actually see it. I thought Ogeron played well. I thought Mac played super well for a ninth grader. He wasn't lying. For the next four years, the Tarpons are going to have a good quarterback. No, I tell you what, Orgeron showed some speed too so on that long run that he broke. Uh, he made a great read and just, I mean, he was hauling tail down the field and on the opposite end of the field, he made a, a you know, he dropped back and I think it was a design quarterback run and he, uh, he found that hole off the offensive line and he uh, he got in the end zone. He had an, and that's what you want to teach your backs when you get inside that five yard line. You got to have a nose for a goal line and uh, there was no doubt he was scoring. So maybe a couple of things to tweak. I mentioned, you know, defensively, they were getting a lot of penetration, weren't often tackling all that well. Then, you know, maybe on the other side, they had some penalties, you know, celebration penalties, late hits and different things. But those are, I guess what I'm getting at is those are all correctable mistakes, and those are all things that I'm sure BJ's saying, hey, man, look, we got to fix this, but it is fixable stuff. Right, very fixable things, little things, but they make a huge difference, you know. Uh, you make an interception, you, you you know, you can't taunt the kid or you're running the football and you make a good, uh, a good hit, a guy's trying to tackle you and you bring the collision to him and you just can't drop the ball on him you know, on the sideline, you know, silly penalties. But they can make a big difference. And, you know, special teams are a little bit, it wasn't live, but you got to get your 11 guys on, on the field. And, you know, at some time, Coach Gouger is going to work uh, hard on them, you know, uh, this week to try and, uh, correct those things. But, yeah, very fixable mistakes that the Tarpons had done. We had a huge crowd, very, very big crowd. And, you know, in chatting with Tyler Lewis in the last segment, he said, hey, we had 800 at our scrimmage. In chatting with Chris in the last segment, he said, hey, man, we were loaded thick, you know, at our scrimmage. And Chris even said they did an inner squad the Friday before and filled up almost the whole home site. I went to the Lions Club Jamboree this past weekend, watched all the middle schools. They filled that one up, too. I feel like, you know, after 2020 where you're sitting in, you know, the stands with a mask and 2021 where there's Ida and now, right now, currently there isn't anything to be panicked about, thankfully, and it feels like people are really, really excited about the prospect of going out, catching a game, and I think we're going to have some really, really big gates this coming year. No, they, they are. You, you're hearing kids in, in the halls. I mean, kids on a, a Monday right now, you know, walk in the halls, you hear them talking about the Jamboree on Friday, so. Uh, I expect our student section to be huge again because uh, that was one of the biggest, if not the biggest, student section I've seen at South Lafourche, uh in many, many years. And 
you know, our, our kids, the student body, they're ready. They, uh, they're fired up, and they want to do their part, and uh, people just want to see some football. No doubt about that. Uh, Jamboree coming up. I know we often make the joke that we've been trying to host a damn Jamboree forever, and it never works out. I don't see anything in the Gulf right now. I don't see any kind of outbreak or anything happening. Looks like we'll finally be able to get it in. It's going to be awesome to see HL Bourgeois. It's also going to be awesome to host Terrebonne and E.D. White. Finally, Coach, it looks like we're going to be able to get this thing in. Now I hope so, unless we get an earthquake or something. But I'll look. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, you know, we get this thing in and uh, expecting huge crowds, you know, come support their teams. And uh, we've got a little bit of work to do to try, you know, you know uh, logistics, getting things uh, situated where we're going to have buses, park, and all that. But, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to finally hosting this jamboree. It's a long time coming. Tell me about this. You know, I guess you, obviously you go to the stadium, you see the work is being done on the press box, but you also see that they're not near being complete yet. Do you guys have any sort of estimate? Is this a situation where, you know, maybe a month into the year, by the end of the season, what are, you know, what's the uh, the rundown on when we could expect to get back in there? Yeah, we, we're looking. Uh, uh, right now they have a deadline of October 9th to have the uh, – the project completed, but look, these guys at Pisciola, they they're working uh, extremely hard. Uh, you know, with the contractors, there's a lot of hiccups. You know, where things have to be built a certain way, and they wait for the architect to get back with them to get the approval of how they can move forward, and that slows them down down a little. But look, they come every day and they're working on that press box, so it's not from a lack of effort. You know, they're doing the best that they can, and it's just uh, it's a slow process. And hopefully, you know, we have that press box up sooner than later. But uh, hopefully there's no, you know, weather delays and stuff like that in the next uh, couple of weeks where they can get the, the 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 big part of the press box done where we can at least start using it. And hopefully that's something we can look forward to in the next month. Going into, a, you know, a live two-quarter period with Bourgeois on Friday, you know, and we're going to chat with BJ about this on Wednesday. We always have him on every Wednesday. But if you were BJ and you were watching, you know, the Tarpon scrimmage, what were some things you would, uh, you know, have the guys working on and focused on at practice this week to get ready? Uh, number one, tackling. Uh, we had some good penetration on defense, and uh, we just missed a, uh, a few tackles. And uh, you know, that's one thing you got to clean, uh, clean up, and not giving up the big play on defense. Uh, Covenant Christian had a. A few uh, big players had some called back, but uh, and that's one thing we got to work on. And offense is just being consistent, you know, and uh, punching those guys in the mouth up front of the line of scrimmage and letting out back uh, Berg, uh, who I'm still highly impressed with the way he runs. Just give him the ball, and if you can move that line of scrimmage just a couple of yards and uh, let him do the rest. We've got to figure some things out, and I was joking about this because, look, two of the guys who are going to be touching the ball the most this season – are both Burks, you know, Camden and Abram. How are we going to figure this out? Like, it was during the broadcast, if we just say, oh, you know, Burke has the ball, people aren't going to know. You and I are going to have to come up with some sort of code, I guess, before the year starts. Yeah. We, yeah, just give it to the, you know, I don't know, the train or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a low. He's a, and, uh, and look, uh, Camden does a great job on, uh, with the receiver. He catches the ball and he, uh, Yards after catch is going to be uh, as cr- uh, huge this year for the Tarpons. But, yeah, that, that's two uh, pretty good football players. Oh, now we got to talk about something that's a little bit more negative. The New Orleans Saints played their preseason game also on Friday. We're not concerned about the loss. We're concerned about what happened after the loss. They had an open practice in the Dome, I believe, yesterday. 
No Michael Thomas. Why? He's got a hamstring issue. What happens to hamstrings? They linger. They don't go away soon. Michael Thomas is in a situation again where it looks like he may be missing some time. I hate to speculate, and I hate to say that a guy's not hurt whenever he actually maybe is hurt, but boy, it sure seems to always be something with this dude since he signed his contract, my friend. Yeah, well, look, last time we spoke about uh, Michael Thomas, he made a lie out of both of us. He came back the next day, so uh, there's no telling, but it's uh, it's so unfortunate. If he's uh, injured again or, uh, you know, I, I don't know. There's so much money involved with him where uh, it's time for him to come back and and get paid for, you know, producing on the field. And it's uh, it's frustrating if you're a Saints fan to, uh, to see, you know, that injury every couple of weeks, it seems like, with him. But hopefully he can get back and uh, it's not too serious. Is there anything that you've seen so far in the preseason that does have you a little bit worried? For me, you know, offensively, I would like to actually see Jameis Winston play in the preseason. Don't know if we're going to get that opportunity. That's a little bit of a concern. Is there anything that you're seeing in this group that has you, not to say worried, but like, you know, hey, I would like to see this before this, the, the games actually start counting? Well, one thing not to worry, just an observation, which I'm sure uh, this is a very popular observation here that Ian Book is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, besides that, I, I think Winston needs to, uh, to get some reps in, along with a lot of these other starters, even though if it's for a series or, or, you know, or two, maybe. I know, you know, they just talk, oh, you can't risk injury, but look, Winston hasn't played live snap in a, in a while. He needs to get behind that center and, uh, you know, take some uh, live bullets coming at him because you definitely don't want to have that wait until week one of the season to uh, have to get the rust, so to speak, knocked off of him, and hopefully you can get a, a few snaps coming up on Friday. All right, so let's talk about some other sports over on campus out there. We've talked about football. Let's give, give us a rundown of volleyball. Are they starting their regular season in the coming days or weeks? What, what, what's volleyball got going on? And then also, when's the first swim meet? Do you know? Yeah, uh, volleyball's got their uh, jamboree. Uh, this week, then they're going to start, I believe Monday is their first regular, a week from today, their first regular season match. And swimming, they're doing their sign-ups. They just started practicing last week. Uh, the weather caught them a few times, a few days they had to cancel their practices. But uh, I believe their first swim meet is the day or the week we get back from Labor Day, the, the Tuesday, the day after Labor Day, I think that's their first swim meet. Very good in volleyball home matches in Lockport, home matches at LCO. What, what was the rundown there? Uh, I believe most of them going to be at LCO. Okay, good uh, deal. Yeah, the LCO's gym should be ready. I believe it is ready now, and uh, they're going to have a lot of their home games at LCO. If not, then probably the cutoff you'd send. I don't think we have any scheduled for Lockport. Okay, awesome. And I know – AD-wise, you know, I was chatting with you on Friday. You said you got a lot going on and everything. Uh, what, what are some of the things that are keeping you busy, man? Well, the, the, just the paperwork, clearing uh, the athletes and uh, going back and forth to the stadium, checking on them uh, with the press box. And I know every other week we have meetings with the contractors and uh, those things right there. But it's, uh, you know, you can ask Tony and, and Pop, you know, at Central and Tibbet over there. They, uh, the paperwork right now was just uh, – it's a lot, and uh, you just got to manage your time and, you know, pick days you can stay after school for a while and get all that done because we don't want to see our athletes, you know, not 
missing practice because we missing paperwork. So that's something we all work hard on to get these athletes ready to go. Awesome. Well, look, my friend, we thank you so much for the time, and we'll chat again soon, buddy. Appreciate it. Looking forward to Friday night. Yes, sir. That is Coach Brian Colley, who will be our broadcast partner for Tarpon football this season, as he is every season. We thank him so much for his time every Monday. These dudes are like teaching and stuff during the day, and they take time out of their schedule to come meet with us here on Play by Play, and we so much appreciate that. Let's catch a break when we get back. It's time to give some weekend W's and L's. A lot of things happened over the weekend, and we'll break it all down in the next segment here on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our skeeter beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional, serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. You know weather bug users when you see them. The umbrellas before the storm. The scarves before the blizzard. The flip-flops before the heat wave. The prepared few. Well, not so few. Over 10 million people use the WeatherBug app for hyper-local weather reports and real-time updates that prepare you for whatever happens next. With more free map layers than any other weather app, WeatherBug sees the unforeseen to protect you from the unpredictable. Download the WeatherBug app today for free. 
This is State Representative Joseph Fougerol wishing all Lafourche and Terrebonne area high school football teams, as well as Nichols Universities, players, coaches, officials, and parents and fans, a successful 2022-2023 season. Good luck and play hard. I hope everyone stays healthy and that it will be a competitive and entertaining season. Remember that to achieve victory, you simply need to work hard and do your best. Best of luck to all our Bayou athletes from Joe Ogeron, State Representative, District 54. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to play-by-play Play here on KLEB. Casey Gisclair here. Hope everybody is enjoying their day. We've got 25 minutes or so before we get to our weekend W's and L's. Let's send a reminder. Big Mike Fazy is hosting town hall meetings. Join us to learn about bills and projects of interest for District 20. Big Mike wants to know what is most important to you for future legislative sessions. The latest town hall meeting will be held this coming Wednesday, August the 24th from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the LaRose Civic Center. Go visit Big Mike Fazy and let him know what are some things about our district that are of concern to you. Again, Wednesday from 6.30 to 7.30 at the LaRose Civic Center. Um, also, speaking of the LaRose Civic Center, um, amazing to see that the French Food Festival is coming back um, for another year after a two-year hiatus because of COVID and then Ida. Uh the good times are rolling again in our area, and we certainly hope we can keep them storms away. Weekend W's and L's, some things that I liked over the weekend, some things I didn't like over the weekend. My first weekend W goes to Albert Pujols. I've been talking about Albert Pujols here on the show lately because he's been killing it, man. He's been playing exceptionally well. He went 4-4 four for four in the Cardinals' 16-7 to win over Arizona on Saturday, then went 1-1 one for one in a pinch hand appearance on Sunday. Pujols is now batting 273 on the season, 13 home runs, 37 RBI, and a .863 OPS, which is really, really, really damn good. Pujols has a 1.2 WAR, which is wins above replacement. Um, he has not had a WAR above one since the 2016 season. He has not had an OPS above 800 since the 2012 season. So Albert has found father time and said, shove it. I'm not cooperating with you slowing me down. And this, what may be his last season, likely to be his last season, has been exceptional. He is in a mad dash to try to get 700 home runs. He needs eight more. He's up to 692. I hope he gets it. I hope he gets it. Not a, you know, not a Cardinal fan by trade, but I hope he gets it. He's already got 3,355 hits. First ballot Hall of Famer from the second he's on the ballot. He's going to be available, and he's going to be eligible, and he should be a unanimous selection. But Albert Pujols doing some big, big things. Always fun to see a guy at the twilight of his career go out with a bang. He's 42, likely his final season. He's doing big things. Kudos to Albert Pujols. 
Weekend L goes to Michael Thomas. There's no way around it. This is becoming ridiculous. He's out with a hamstring issue. Um, Here's the thing about hamstring issues, and I know about this because my favorite NBA player, James Harden, deals with them. (sighs) Once you got them, they don't go away. They're going to always flare up, and they're always going to be a risk. It could be a pull or tug or, you know, whatever it may be, and it, it takes time. And the only way to fully heal it is to just sit out a while. And when you're cutting and you're shifting and you're doing the things that Michael Thomas ideally would like to be doing, those are all things that aggravate that. I hope this isn't a substantial, significant injury. But with Michael Thomas, I've learned that injuries don't heal very quickly. Miss Monday's practice with a hamstring. I certainly hope that he's going to get back out there soon. It would be a shame for the team because, man, they've been waiting for such a long time. He's looked great throughout camp. Uh, but Thomas is out with a hamstring. He gets a weekend L. Weekend W, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady's not yet back, but he's coming back. The reports are that Brady will be back in camp any day now after missing a lot of weeks with camp with a personal issue. So Tom Brady is looking to get back with his team. I, you know, it, it's everything for the Bucs, right? It's literally everything. Without him, they're a 6-7 win team. With him, they got a chance to win the Super Bowl. So his presence alone elevates that franchise and causes them to be a contender. Can't wait to see him back. This likely also will be his last season. Can't wait to see him back and see what he still has left to offer the single greatest football player in the history of the sport. Weekend L goes to Marcel Ozuna. He actually suited up, and I'm going to give more than just an L to Ozuna. I'm going to give an L to the Atlanta Braves franchise as well. Ozuna suited up on Sunday for the first time um, in a while, uh, after getting a DWI earlier last week, Ozuna had actually been benched before getting the DWI, but he suited up for the first time in a while on Sunday, went 0 for 2, got pinch hit far 0 for 2 with two strikeouts in his last five games. He has struck out nine times. The dude is terrible and is apparently not a great human being either considering some of the other off the field issues or whatever it may be for Ozuna. Um, so he gets an L, but more important than that, Brian Snitker of the Atlanta Braves gets an L for playing him. Alex Anthopoulos, the general manager of the Atlanta Braves, gets an L for keeping him around. Everybody involved. You are enabling a guy who was going 90 and a 30 while drunk. 90 and a 30 while drunk. This can't happen. People die doing stupidity like that. It would be one thing if he had one drink and he went out and he was going 55 and a 50 and... Look, that's a little more excusable. That's a little more forgivable, although it is still unacceptable. When you're going 90 in a 30 and you were suspended last year because of your stupidity that you were doing off the field, I have no tolerance for it. Get this dude out of here. The fact that he's still around, the fact that he's getting spot starts, right? maybe get this dude out of here. I get he's got a big contract. Swallow the money, suck it up, and serve the greater good. Get him out of here. Weekend W goes to Patrick Mahomes. In a day and age where starters are not playing in the NFL preseason, Mahomes and the Chiefs are actually getting some work with their ones, and Mahomes looked pretty good on over the weekend taking on the Washington Commanders. Mahomes threw a couple of touchdowns, 12 of 19, 162 with a couple of scores. Got some of his big dogs involved. They were throwing the ball around to Kelsey a little bit. Got a couple of touchdowns from uh, Fortson out there. Young player maybe scoop up in fantasy. Uh, Kansas City looks pretty good. They look the part, and they get a preseason win. I like the fact that they're going against the grain and actually are playing their guys a little bit and getting them some work. 
Weekend L goes to John Emery. He's going to be suspended for the first two games of the 2022 season after his academic issues of last year. Now, here's what's happening, okay? A lot of folks around Baton Rouge now are yelling and screaming, oh, he got penalized last year. He sat out all of last year. And look, I hear that. I hear that. And this does, in many respects, feel like piling on because Emory now is in good academic standing and is now like a 3.5 GPA student. Like, he is a good student in good standing. But here's what I know. When I was in Baton Rouge, I saw and knew a lot of student-athletes, and I was in a lot of classes with a lot of student-athletes, and I saw the things that they did. I saw the way that they got by. I saw the, you know a lot of the things that happened there amongst that portion of the student population. I don't know exactly what, hap- what happened with John Emery and his academic situation. I don't know exactly why he wasn't eligible to play last season. But I know this. If you're not in good academic standing as an LSU football player who's in a prominent position to start games and be relied upon, shame on you. Because there are a lot of resources that are given to you to excel. There's a lot of help given to you. You are told which teachers to schedule because maybe teacher A is a little easier, a little more lenient than teacher Y. You're given a lot of resources in terms of tutoring and I'll spill the beans. When I was at LSU, they had copies of the test and they had other advantages that other people don't have. If you're not in good academic standing as an LSU football player, shame on you. You are not doing something properly. You are not doing your best um, service to yourself as a student. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. And... While, yes, it does feel like piling on that Emory's going to be out the first two games this coming season, the fact that he was even in a bad situation at all should have never happened. I don't care what happened. I don't care what teacher did this or teacher did that. I, I don't care. Don't put yourself in that situation. Weekend W goes to Sue Bird, who in the WNBA playoffs recorded a double-double for her team. Let me read you the exact stats if our internet is going to cooperate here. Oh, I don't know what happened here. My internet just went down. But Sue Bird had a double-double in what's going to be her final season in professional basketball. Uh, So kudos to Sue Bird, one of the all-time greats, one of the great ambassadors for women's basketball around the globe. Actually, just came back here. Let's see if I could find it. At 41 years of age during the playoffs, she recorded a double-double for her team, uh, still playing at an exceptionally high level. So kudos to Sue Bird for that accomplishment and making that happen. A weekend L goes to the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies are such an enigma. They're so annoying. They're so annoying. First off, I'm not a big fan of Bryce Harper. I apologize in advance to anybody who may be. But they're such an annoying team because they've got talent. They've got the big payroll. They win three, four games in a row and get all kind of hype and get all kind of jacked up. And everybody's saying they're going to make their way back into the race and this, that, and the other. And then they lose four or five in a row. Then they win six out of seven. Oh, here come the Phillies. They're making a charge. Then they lose eight eight out of ten. They are just doing that in a cycle and in a loop over and over and over again. This past weekend, they had an opportunity to make some headway on the New York Mets and kind of get back into the NL East chase in a four-game series. And they lost three out of four. And they blew some of the games in the bullpen. And they couldn't, you know, get timely hits and just doing Philly stuff. They're 66 and 55. They've got an opportunity still yet to make the playoffs, 
But they have played the Mets now seven times in the last oh, 10 or so days, and they've won twice. It's going to show that they're still ways behind the elites of the National League. They're 12 games back in the East. They're also eight games back of the Braves, who are second in the East. Wild card is still very much in play for them, but they're not one of the better National League teams. They had a chance to make a statement this past weekend and fell flat on their face. Weekend W goes to the Memphis Grizzlies, and I'll tell you why. I like when professional sports teams go against the grain and push the envelope, and reports are that the Grizzlies are jumping into the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. The Grizzlies are a team that's trying to see, hey, do we have enough combination of young picks, um, or, or young picks, young players and draft picks to get involved here? Do we have the right mix and the right package that we could offer Brooklyn to potentially get this guy on board? I like whenever a smaller market team tries to push the poker chips all to the middle of the table. If you're Memphis, you've got a roster where you've got John Morant, you've got Jaron Jackson, you've got Brandon Clark, Dylan Brooks, Desmond Bain. Now I get that some of these guys are going to have to likely go over to Brooklyn to make this work. But boy, if you add Kevin Durant to that roster, you become an instant contender. They have one player on their roster, one player, on the entire roster who is over the age of 30, Danny Green, that's it. And then they've got several players who are under the age of 25. Desmond Bain is under 25. Brandon Clark is 25. Jared Culver, 23. Jaron Jackson, 22. John Morant, still just 23. Xavier Tillman, 23. Zaire Williams, 20. They've got youth for days and days and days. If they could add that big veteran presence in Durant, they would immediately become the favorites in the Western Conference they would immediately become maybe the best team in the entire NBA. Because you got to remember something here. Yeah, the Warriors, they won the championship this past season. I get that. Kudos to them. They were very much so maybe not going to win their series with Memphis before John Morant went down. Folks forget how competitive that series was before John Morant went down. And at the end of the day, do I think the Golden State still would have got by? Yeah, I do. But the point that I'm making is that they were not far away. They were much closer to the top than what people realize. That series was pretty competitive, pretty competitive. And, uh, you know, we'll see if they can make that move and they can pull that trigger. I still don't think Durant's going to get traded at all. But I just like the outside of the box thinking. I like the idea of, hey, let's go for it. You know, what the hell? What do we have to lose? We're Memphis. We haven't been, you know, a championship contender since we've existed. Let's go for it. They see the opportunity. They're trying to make it happen. It really made me smile for the small market team whenever I saw that headline earlier today. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we're going to wrap up the show, as always, with our betting picks. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. For nearly half a century, Tiger Rag Magazine has covered all things LSU sports. The 2003 National Championship with Coach Nick Saban. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. The 2007 National Championship with Coach Les Miles. Tiger Rag Magazine was there. And the undefeated season of the 2019 National Championship with Coach Ed Ordron. Tiger Rag was there with coverage from the practice field to the hoisting of the trophy. But in all these years of LSU sports moments, there has never been a more exciting time to be a Tiger fan than now. A new era has arrived at Tiger Stadium. Coach Brian Kelly has arrived in Baton Rouge with aspirations of grasping the one thing thing. that has eluded his illustrious career, a national championship. 
It takes hard work. It takes a commitment. Tiger Rag Magazine will be there every step of the way as Coach Kelly attempts to solidify his status in Louisiana immortality. Follow each moment with Tiger Rag Magazine on newsstands now online at TigerRag.com. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Oorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, a Vietnam veteran. With the help of some generous donors, I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985-637-3849-6. Three seven three eight four nine. Hoorah! Thank you. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. The other day, my friend said he saw a mosquito the size of a pool dew out near Dulac. Now, he may be exaggerating, but mosquitoes are back and swarming up and down the bayou. If you need help with mosquito control, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They have a number of ways to protect you from those blood-sucking mosquitoes. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here for you. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. RTC, Etel, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, Etel, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. Hi, I'm Terrible Parish Sheriff Tim Saunier. I would like to wish all of our high school sports teams a safe and great season. Have a great school year. I'm very proud of all of you by demonstrating what teamwork is all about. Terrebonne Parish Sheriff's Office is rooting for you. And may God's grace continue to shine upon you and Terrebonne Parish. Baby, you a song. You make me want to roll my windows down and cruise. Such a get outside and barbecue song. Like, can't you just hear this playing outside of Memorial Stadium while people are tailgating? Like, I, I just closed my eyes and I could hear it. And it just gets you in the spirit of everything that's about ready to be taking place. It's play by play here on KLEB. We're going to wrap up 
with a very short segment, getting our picks and getting out of here on this Monday. But before we do that, we want to thank our sponsors one more time, the Blue Boot Foundation, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Do friend building materials, got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets, feels like home. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and Community Youth Sports Organizations. Join us on Saturdays, 10 o'clock, for the Sports Corner, presented by Terrebonne General Health System with Stan Gravois and myself for the latest in local high school, college, and professional sports from your local sports experts. Sponsored by State Bank and Trust Company, presented by Terrebonne General Health System. And the big one, the one that I'm so excited about, which is join us for live varsity football coverage this Friday night at the South Lafouche Jamboree, South Lafouche and HL Bourgeois 815. Our broadcast will be sponsored in part by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, Joe Septic Contractors, Terrebonne General Medical Center, Southland Dodge, Rouse's Markets, South Lafouche Bank, Rev, and also Heather Hendricks, candidate for Lafouche Parish Judge, Division 8. Kudos to our sales team, man. I'm counting them off here. Ooh, we got a bunch of football sponsors. Kudos to our sales team. Susan, Terry, uh, uh, Truck, and Andrea, and everybody that's involved in that, man. Add a boy, add a girl. You all uh, you all did an excellent job. That's cool to see. Um, so let's talk about this. I've got our betting picks here, and then we'll wrap up. We'll get out of here and close out the show. To start out, I like, uh, the, I like this one. I like the New York Yankees to win today covering the plus 150 money line at home. The Yankees are at home against the Mets, and yes, they are facing Max Scherzer, and yes, that's going to be a tall task, and yes, the Yankees are in a slump. But Domingo Herman has been pitching well since coming off of the disabled list. He had a few rough starts to open up his season, but has since been much better, and the Yankees just shouldn't be an underdog that decisively at home against anyone. I don't care how poorly they've been playing. I don't care about you know whatever is happening in their clubhouse. They won yesterday. They shouldn't be that decisively of an underdog against anybody that they play. I think they're going to be able to, um, Scherzer's going to provide the power, get the barrel on a few, maybe hit a home run or two. Herman's going to be throwing, and I like the Yankees to find a way at home as a big underdog today. I also like today um, the, let's see what the line is on this one. Nope, I'm not going to go with that one. It's too steep. We will go... With this one, which is the Atlanta Braves covering the minus run and a half run line today against the Pirates. The Braves played the Pirates three times earlier this season, and they won all three of them by covering the run line. They won, or excuse me, they played four times and won by covering the run line each time. Three to one, four to two, ten to four, and five to three. And since that time, the Braves have gotten better. They strengthened their team at the deadline, started playing better, got a little healthier. And the Pirates, uh, frankly, got worse. They weakened their team at the deadline, sold off, and everything of the sort. Jake Odorizzi's throwing for Atlanta. He's not been good since coming over, but facing the Pittsburgh offense, it's kind of a soft landing spot. I look for him to pitch pretty well, and I look for the Braves to get a victory on the road. Closing it out, wrapping it up, I like the Dodgers today to win, covering the run line, minus run and a half against the Brewers. Julio Urias is throwing for L.A., 13 and 6, 2.40 ERA facing Eric Lauer for Milwaukee, who ain't had bad either. 3.58. The Dodgers are just better than the Brewers, man. At home, they should take care of business. The Dodgers are fresh off of a weekend sweep of Miami where they just beat the hell out of the Marlins. The Brewers are fresh off of a weekend at Chicago where they struggled and only won one game. I think that the Dodgers will take care of business and cover that number and get the win. 
So we thank everybody for listening today. That'll be it for us. Uh, we want to thank Tyler Lewis. We want to thank Chris Dugov. We want to thank Brian Kale. And more important than that, we want to thank you all for listening. It's been a fun show today. Tomorrow we'll be back at it. We'll have our Tuesday interview with Stan Gravall, our Terrebonne General Tuesday. And we'll start to dive in, you know, taking a peek into the Jamborees and seeing where the, you know, the, the cookie's going to crumble throughout the weekend. I tell you, our high school football season is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of teams in the area that are going to be competing. And we're going to even talk some middle school tomorrow as well because we've got a big matchup tomorrow with LCO and West Thibodeau. And we'll kind of preview in some of those things as well. Now that I've seen everybody in the parish, I feel a little more confident in speaking about some of the other teams. I'll kind of get some keys and everything of the sort there. So thanks for listening. This will be up in the archives in just a minute, internet you know, permitting. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of the day. We will be back tomorrow, same time, same place. You've been listening to Play by Play. Casey Justclair signing off. God bless. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everybody. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.